What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Vantage Point Podcast, where we bring insight, keys, and perspective to everyday living through the lens of God. I'm your host, Nick, and welcome back to Persons of Interest Summer Takeover 2023. That's right. We're back. We're locked in in our signature summer series. And if you've been with us uh, since the beginning, way back in 2019, when we started the podcast, or maybe this is your first time listening, wherever you're listening from, man, I'm so excited that you're here. I'm so excited that you're tuned in. We have an amazing episode for you. I want to give a special shout out and thanks to my good friends, Shay and Michelle Watson on last week uh, for bringing a powerful, powerful message when it comes to Jesus and therapy. Man, I've gotten so many reviews, uh, not just from their episode, but from this series and the way that we're tailoring summer takeover this year, a little bit of a theme to it, uh, but we're super excited on what God is doing. And so today is going to be no different, no different at all. We have an amazing man of God. He's coming um, right to you. He's got a powerful message called Life on Purpose. And I'm telling you right now, you want to tune in. So make sure you share this. If you're listening after upload, um, definitely share it. Send the link to someone, whether you're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, or even on the website, VanishPointPodcast.us. Man, I want you to get excited. I want you to get tuned in and lock in to what this man of God has to say. And I want to bring to the Vantage Point stage, Dr. Solomon Tension. Thank you so much uh, for this opportunity. I'm excited, bro. I'm excited about this opportunity. I'm excited about you know what you're doing with your show, uh, and this this whole conversation, Lord. Some of the thoughts that I want to share, it's all about inspiring uh, individuals to live a life on purpose. It's all about helping individuals to know that, that no matter where they may have been in life, their challenges, decisions that they made that maybe they're not proud of, or negative experiences that they might have had that to remember that you know when you came to this earth god had a plan for you had an assignment for your life and uh purpose saved my life and so i've been able to build a brand to inspire other millennials to live a life on purpose because uh, i just believe that not only do we have a purpose but behind that purpose is the life that god really has created for us and so i'm excited to kind of be on this show and talk a little bit about my brand we started Brand, my brand under Sim Edu Consulting around about three years ago. So we're still growing. And I launched my first book entitled The King in Me, which is a book designed to help men of color live life on purpose. Uh, you know, I believe that as men, we are the foundation for the home, we're the foundation for everything in the earth. Uh, and I believe that when that foundation is broken, um, our family is broken. Uh, and so also, you know, me in my own life, thinking about how I grew up without a traditional mother and father type setting uh, and needing that structure. And and um, I think it's just important for men to be on purpose. And so I kind of put my thoughts out there and it's in, it's in a book as well as a journal that's on Amazon. Um, and we've been selling for about two years now, but it's about the king in me, helping men of color live a life on purpose through uh, exploration, healing, uh, and personal development. So I'm excited about that. I know the link will be here uh, in this episode, so I would encourage you to to get connected with that. We got a brand new book coming out on July 30th that I've entitled "Turn Down the Volume: 
Uh, so when I think about my life and the life of so many millennials uh, that I've talked to, I've got a podcast, the Solving Teacher Podcast has been going strong for about two years, right? We don't grow and evolve into our higher self, but we don't pursue the things that God may have placed in our heart, sometimes due to people, uh, insecurities, or just uh, a tainted view of success. And so that's why I created my book. I wrote my book, Turn Down the Volume, because I believe that if we can learn how to turn down the volume of people, insecurities, and beliefs about success, then we can truly connect to our inner self. We can truly connect to the God that's within us so that we can birth those things. And so I'm excited about that book, and it'll be available all over the world on July 30th on Amazon. And I'll be selling copies on my uh, from my social media. We've got several events lined up. So I'm excited about that book, Turn Down the Volume. And also, we've got the King and Me Part 2 coming out this summer as well. We're aiming for August 30th, where we're diving into a variety of topics of manhood, but we're diving into it from the perspective of the original design. I'm all about the kingdom mindset and kingdom living. We're never going to be perfect. So one of the things I talk about a lot on my brand is how it's about being imperfectly on purpose, about how God is not looking for us to be perfect for him to do something in our life. He's just looking for us to say yes, right? And so, so many people I find, they feel like in order to be on purpose, you got to be perfect. But I think that our imperfections are exactly what qualifies us to do the purpose work in our life. And so, uh, excited about that work. And we're going to talk about the, the King of Me Part 2, where we're just looking at um, the original design, the kingdom agenda for men to help us get reset. In the Solid Teacher Podcast, we have it on audio as well as YouTube, where we're providing uh, individuals with stories and strategies to inspire us to live life on purpose. It's been my belief that uh, stories inspire us and strategies equip us. So that's why we created those two podcasts. We're excited about the growth that it's been having over, over the last uh, few years, and we, we want to continue to do that. We're wrapping up our kicks and conversation tool where we're traveling around the country to find individuals who are committed to living a life on purpose and to share their stories. Uh, and we've got so many other projects coming down the pipeline. So I'm grateful for the opportunity to be on this platform and talk about this work that we're doing. If you're interested in, you're trying to grow, you're trying to live a life on purpose, or maybe you need some support, you need some community, I want to encourage you to make sure you tap into my link tree. We've got motivational music. We've got books. We've got two podcasts and so much so much other inspirational content coming down the line, all designed to inspire ordinary people to live a life imperfectly on purpose, right? And so, again, I just want to end this, this kind of interview or this, this message to your listeners with what I started with, right? That it doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter what you lack. It doesn't matter... Uh, the, the circumstance or the environment that you've been in. It doesn't matter about the decisions that you might have made. When you came to this earth, God had a purpose and a plan for your life. And, and I believe that it's his will that we all uh, evolve to our highest self and tap into that because the world needs us. The world needs our gifts. The community needs our gifts. And the life that you want to have is tied to your commitment to living a life on purpose. Man, I appreciate you sharing that, man. I want to just take a minute, man, and and um, ask ask you a couple of questions. Not nothing too too crazy, too wild. Yeah. 
But when you talk about um, living a life on purpose, you talk about um, that concept, man. I, I want to, like, you know, because you got people out here who might, um, you know, they feel like, and I've been through too much. I've, I've, I've had so much happen to me. I've had so much um, drama, struggle, yeah. all these things that are going on in my life, man. How can God still use me? How was how that even a thing, man? So I want you to like share with that, encourage somebody with that, man, just real quick. Because like, man, it's something I've been reading and I, and I thought about that too in my own life. You know, I, I, did, I didn't start to, I mean, you know, I've been on my purpose for a long time, but I didn't really start to maximize and evolve into it until 28, 29. And I think part of it is, you know, you got to accept your story, the good, the bad, the ugly in between. You got to accept it. You got to forgive some folks along the line if that's what you got to do. But then you also got to know, you know what I'm saying, that that all things work together. And and the things that you've been through is, is a testimony for someone else. It's a light that you got to be able to shine someone else, right? The things that you've been through have made you humble. They've given you character. They were all a part of the journey. And so so I, I, I say when people feel like they've been through too much, that's exactly what qualifies you, right? And then oftentimes what you've been through uh, and, and what it taught you is a key to who your audience might be, right? So if you're someone who suffered from abandonment and rejectedness, you know, from a father and you've healed and grown, grew from that, then it's possible that you, young men, is who you need to be serving, to, to speak to them, to let them know that there's still hope, that, that God loves them, right? So I think that, we got to get to a point where we accept what happened to us or what we've been through, that we heal, that we forgive, and we use those things to equip us for the next level. Man, that is good because I, I think a lot of people, you know, really, really need to hear that, right? Because it's, we often think like, you know, um, those, you know, you said the good, the bad, and the ugly, right? And it's like we, we want to take the ugly and throw it away. We want to hide the bad and we want to just show the good, right? But the one thing you said, like all of those things make up our character, right? All of those things make up who we are, right? Our experiences are, are all the things. And so I'm curious, like when you think about, you know, where you, where you were, where you are now, um, man of God doing his thing, walking in purpose, what were some things maybe from like, when you were younger that really showed you that maybe you were, you know, that you could do this or you could do that. Because I know a lot of things, I know for me specifically, a lot of that insecurity and doubt came from when I was younger, yeah. you know, it came from when I was a kid or, you know, you didn't get picked up on the playground or, or the girl said no on the day, you know, to the, yeah. to the homecoming dance or whatever that is, man. Like, what are some things that, you know, in your experience as a young man, when you were, you know, that age and, and going through that life, man, that might encourage one of these other young men or young women out here. I mean, I think just leaning in on the faith is important. And I think that, you know, for me, you know, not growing up with a mom or a dad in my life consistently, you know, certainly impacted me. And I had to really uh, lean on, you know, God's word in terms of what he said about that, being a mother and uh, being, being a mother and a father to the fatherless and how he was filling the gap. So, and I had to go and I had to do a lot of work. I had to do a lot of healing, a lot of self-reflection, a lot of forgiving. But but I, I think I found strength through that. 
I think the short answer is, you know, you, you're going to look back at points of your life that the good, the bad, the ugly, like I talk about. But if you lean on God's word or you lean on positive affirmations or self-work, that's where you're going to find the strength. And that's where you're going to find purpose and meaning. You know, like, you know, I know that, you know, the, the audience that I'm called to serve is millennials. And I found that out because when I understood why God allowed me to advance in certain areas, he helped me understand that he needed me to be a millennial at a certain space serving other millennials. So all the all the disappointing things, the rejection, the hurt that I've been through, he helped me understand that, that was all a part of the plan. That was necessary. I needed to be rejected. I, you know, so in it, it again, what I'm saying, I know I may be saying this so, but it takes time to get here. You know what I'm saying? That's why I say the stuff that you go through is all going to work out for the good. It's all your story. It's going to impact other people. It's all going to make sense. It's all going to be used for God for God's glory, in my opinion. You just got to give them your yes. You know, so so that's kind of how I've been able to lean. And I, and I still have to lean in on those experiences or things that I've been through for strength. Because I'm not saying that when you start your purpose during that, you may not have a bad day. You may not have a weak moment. But you just got to be reminded of why you're here, what you've been through. And uh, what you're called to do, and, and, and that people people are dependent upon you. People count on you to be uh, in your purpose. You know, God assigns people to you, and if you don't do it, it's not that He's gonna send somebody else to do it, right? Those people are assigned to you to help, and that's just what it is. So that that burden keeps me going too. You know. Yeah, I think that that's so good, and you said something that that I. It's it's really quotable. It's really something I think people needed to hear, and they can actually run with it. And hopefully, it helps them look at the idea of rejection differently, right? To look at the reality of rejection. And you said I needed to be rejected, right? Um, you know, I'm I'm a sports guy, so I, I tend to talk in sports analogies and things like that. But as soon as you said that, the first thing I thought about was Michael Jordan. And for those that don't know, you may know, you might not know, uh, Michael Jordan, who is considered the greatest basketball player ever, uh, depending on who you talk to. Uh, um, you talk to me, that's the truth. Um, but I, that the fact that he was cut from his high school basketball team, yeah, like somebody told Michael Jordan he was not good enough. Right. Can, can you believe that now that we reflect? Think about that. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy because it's like at some point, like we know what we saw as Michael Jordan. We know the, the person, the player that we saw. But at some point, this man was considered not good enough. Right. And, and and if you watch The Last Dance, I encourage somebody, if you watched it, if you haven't watched it, to go watch it because it's it's an incredible story of that team and his ascension uh, basically to the, that status, that high level of, of expertise in basketball. But he had a choice at that moment, right? Like I could have just gave up and quit and never played again. Yeah. Or I could have kept working and I could have kept working because if you fast forward and you see him in college at North Carolina, you know, the one of the coaches said, man, this dude is like the best player I've ever seen. Yeah. This is like two years after um, him getting cut. Yeah. And, they, and they're saying like, man, he knew when to turn it on. He knew when to turn it off, but he never turned it off. 
And, and I, you know, I, I think even he would say like, I needed that, that rejection. I needed that, yeah. that, that push because that let me know, you know what? I got to work harder. It wasn't that I wasn't good enough. It just means I got to work harder. I got to put in the work. I got to have the faith because I know what I'm told to do. And I think for anybody that's listening, that, that is, that believes God has a purpose for them, which is true, that believe God has a calling for them, which is true, then that means, yes, there's some work you got to put in, but there's also some faith you have to have to believe that you can be whatever it is that God has called you to be. And then again, it doesn't have to be ministry calling. It could be business. It could be government. It could be entertainment, media. It could be cooking. You don't know how you can bless somebody with the gifts that you have. I know somebody, man, she is a, her gifting is administration. Yeah. Like, and when I tell you, like, when you need something done. Yeah. Man, and it's not that she'll just get it done. It's that she'll get it done in excellence and get it done even exceeding what you thought it was going to be. But that's her gifting. That's what she flows in. And I think that's so powerful as we start to recognize that, man. And I wanted to ask something else, too, because you talk, you call to millennials, you call to that generation. Um, It's interesting. Millennials is such a wide range of um it's a, such a wide age group depending on the article you read right i like i'm considered a millennial i didn't even realize that i for the longest i thought i was a gen x and i'm like off by a year apparently so yeah. it's like crazy but i'm curious in that when you look at the world today right 2023 and even such not too long ago too but there are so many competing interests yeah out there in this world, right? There's so telling you what to do. Culture's telling you what to do. You got your your eth- ethnic culture telling you what to do. Your socioeconomic culture telling you what to do. The 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 the, the religious uh, scopes telling you what to do. And you you have all of these competing interests vying for your purpose and your attention. Yeah. Like, how does one stay focused on the right thing? Yeah, I mean, that's a hard thing to do. You know what I'm saying? I think the system is set up to make it hard, especially with social media, like, you know, and all, right? And I think you got to know who you are. You got to know, I think that's why it's important to know who you are and know your core. So therefore you can drive your attention to align with that. And I, and I think that if you can't, then you're going to lose focus, right? And even, even when you do find your why and your core, you can still lose focus because sometimes you might get tired. You might get overwhelmed. It might be too much for you. You might feel like you just don't have the energy to do it. But I think that the first thing is you got to be okay with your story. You got to be okay with who you are. You got to figure out what your purpose is. And you have to learn how to not be moved by people in their opinions and stay focused and, and embrace your journey. Because if you try to do something the way that somebody else did it and God didn't call you to do that, then you only do more harm to yourself in my opinion. So that's kind of how I stay focused, keeping that. And yeah, you know, it's easy to get caught in a trap of comparison or you're seeing people do things exponentially greater and you're trying to get there. So it's a human natural thing, but it's just understanding, hey, this is where I am, Solomon. This is where I'm trying to go. This is my journey. And and I'm going to reflect on the progress that I'm making, not how I'm not at the end goal. You know what I'm saying? And I think that helps you stay focused. You know, understand that, hey, I'm making progress every single day on what it is I'm supposed to do. 
No, that that's powerful, man. And I, and I think, again, you said something that was so key. And I think for any millennial or anyone that's listening, like you cannot be, like you said, moved by people and yeah. their own opinions, yeah. right? Like everybody's got an opinion. Everybody got one. You yeah. can talk about whatever you want. I can say, hey, what's the weather today? How's, how's it feel outside? I can call five people right now and say, how's it feel outside? And I'm in Tulsa, Oklahoma, so it's been storming off and on all morning. Man, somebody will be like, man, it's storming, but it looks like the clouds are breaking up. Somebody else will be like, man, it's like raining cats and dogs out there, man. It's crazy. Somebody else will say, man, it's just gloomy out there. Somebody else will say, man, it just looks dark. Like, that's an opinion. Everybody had an opinion about the weather if I call and ask them. And just don't think the same way as with your purpose. Everybody going to have an opinion about your purpose. Right. Especially people who know your past. Right. Like people are going to know or, or even know your present, right? They're going to have a, an opinion about your purpose. No, you shouldn't do that. Man, God's going to bless you and you can do anything you want to do. Man, I wouldn't do that if I was you. That don't even make sense. Why would you do that? That don't even, I don't think you should be the one to do it because of what you've been through, you know? And, and it's so many times we go through these interests and we'll sit there, man, and we'll have this whole thing like, Literally, we'll have the 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 court of public opinion shift our purpose so much yeah. that we'll be we'll be out of alignment with God. We'll be out of alignment with the desires and the promises that He made us, and we will we will circumvent His His Scripture, His Word, exactly. based on the words of people. People, man, man, that's so key, bro. You know, and and I'm just to add to that. Like it, it, that's why I write. That's why I got my my new book turned down the volume because you write people will shift you from where you're supposed to be. People have tried to do it to me. You know what I'm saying? Like for example, you know, oftentimes people say, "Oh man, Solomon, you should go into ministry, right?" And that's typical, you know, in the black community, unfortunately. And and I try to say that, hey, you know, God has been clear to me about where my spirit of influence is, and it's not in ministry in that traditional way, right? You know, my way is in entrepreneurship, it's in education, it's in the creative podcast space. Like, I, I love how you broke down that, like, God could use us in many different ways. So it's, and I think that it's only detrimental when people go into spaces because of people and God didn't call you for that, right? He didn't grace you for that. And, and, and then you can even go into something and be successful and still be in the wrong thing. And that's a whole other conversation, but like, you know, God's only obligated to bless his will. You know what I'm saying? Not so I, I like how you said that and I challenge people. Like whatever God put on your heart to do, trust me, there's gotta be a reason why he's telling you to serve in that capacity and don't be moved by that. And then once you learn about yourself, you'll be like, Yeah, I know I'm in the right space. I know I shouldn't listen to people. This is exactly where I'm supposed to be. Because because since I've been a career educator, um, there's not been a day that I have not say, man, you know what? I'm in the right place. You know what I'm saying? It's not been a day since I've been on my business the way I'm running it to where I'm like, all right, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. There's always a sign that comes in some way. So that's confirmation for me. So, so yeah, I definitely would, you know, echo that. You got to do what God called you to do, even if it's unpopular. As long as he's happy, then that, that's what matters. Yeah, and that, that's so, so key, so key that, you know, it, it's, and you're right. Like it, it, we somehow we get into this this mindset that okay, we have purpose and 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 everybody's called to preach or everybody's supposed to be in ministry or everybody's supposed to 
do that. I, I think that's a, a big reason why you go to certain cities. Like I'm, I'm originally from Chicago and you can, you can go down the street, man, and you will literally see a church on every block. And it's like, wait a minute now, how, how, now again, I'm not, I'm not sitting here saying or, or questioning anything to that degree, but it's like, you know, you see so many of these, so many like spawn off churches, right? And so many things where people have started ministries out of hurt. Minist people have started ministries out of public opinion. They've started ministries off of cultural influence, right? Not because God said, go start this work, right? you know, because like you said, you, you're called to the education space and that, that doesn't mean go start a church. Correct. That doesn't mean to go do that means you go to schools, you go to high schools, you go to colleges, yeah. you go to universities, yeah. and you create a space yeah. that is God inspired and God influenced, yeah. and you drive purpose that way. You're still giving them God yeah. in what you do because you're assigned to the purpose that He gave you. Um, and, and that's why I love you. You you have that even with athletes, man. Like you know, people are that that sometimes that's their space, that's their field, right? That why you why do you think not everybody is in the NBA? Yeah, you know, not everybody is in the NFL. That's yeah. not that's not where I'm called to be. Yeah. Now you of course got to have a skill set to get there, but we're all not called to that space. We're all not called to start a business. I think you can look at church and business the same way. Yeah. In that respect, where you have people just starting businesses and starting businesses and starting businesses, right? right? But did God tell you to go into that sphere? Correct. Or are you supposed to write books about certain things? Are you supposed to do this? Correct. You know, and so as we start to really uncover that purpose and that calling that God has, He's going to get the glory, number one, in whatever we do, as long as it's connected to what He has called and assigned us to do. And I think that's where we, even as millennials um, and even Gen Z, like we'll take it a step further with them, like the even younger generations, right? You talk about cultural influence and, and just overall influence, man, like they are like intently influenced to do anything but follow God and follow that purpose, right? It's social media, this, it's influence, this, is this, and, and you might be called to be an influencer. It might be, but what does that look like in bringing God glory? Does it bring God glory when you do it? And so, man, I, I'm excited to to be able to sit down and 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 talk about this with you, man. I'm gonna ask one last question before we get out of here, man. And, and really, if you're you know you're sitting in a in a classroom, you're sitting in a forum, you're sitting in an auditorium, man, and you got 500 young people sitting there, man, they're hungry. Some of them might be confused. Some of them don't know what God is calling them to do. They think they heard God. They don't know. They came, they come to this event that you're at, that you're speaking, and they're like, man, God, I'm looking for something. You need to show me something in this space. Man, what are you going to say to them in three minutes? You, let, let's just give it the three-minute time. What are you going to tell these, these young, hungry um, people of God, man? You know, I, I would say that, you know, you know, you were created to solve a problem. You know, that's why you were created good. to solve a problem, essentially. And so that thing that that aggravates you, that irritates you, that thing in the community or in the world that you see that you feel like nobody else sees and you feel like you want to make a contribution to that space, that's your sign that that's your purpose. That's where you're supposed to go. And that, and that problem-solving uh, call, that problem-solving irritation, I don't think it ever goes away. I think God keeps us 
with that on purpose. So that could be our compass to where we're supposed to be going. So that's what I would say. You were created to solve a problem. So whatever is in you that you feel like you want to solve in the world or in your in the community, right? That's what you go after and turn down the volume of people, turn down the volume of what you think you lack and just give God your yes and everything else will, will come in line the way it's supposed to be. And I would tell them, don't be afraid to take a risk, right? Because because I've come to learn that like a risk, I would go one way. You could take a risk and then you experience success or you take a risk and you fail, but you use the failures so you can take another risk so you can take another risk and then eventually you'll get to where you got to go. So, so success is, is guaranteed as long as you see risk from the right perspective. So don't be afraid to take risks along the way with your purpose as well. Everything's not going to be cut and cut, cut and copy and paste. There's going to be sometimes you're going to have to take a risk on some things, but that's going to grow you to help you be better. So those, that, that's the mission I would share to you. Man, I thank you so much for, for sharing that, man. And not even just sharing that, but taking the time to to come on Vantage Point. I know summer is usually busy time for everybody, man. So Solomon, man, I thank you. I appreciate uh, you just being a, a guest here on Vantage Point. And man, I hope y'all have been blessed by what you've heard. Um, in the description in this episode, you're going to find all the links to connect with Solomon, to uh, purchase his book, to connect with him. Um, whatever it is, whether it's social media, the book, or just motivation, whatever it is, it's going to be on that description. And man, so again, we thank you. We appreciate you coming onto the Vantage Point stage. And man, don't be a stranger. I promise you, this might be the first time, but it definitely won't be the last time that we'll have you on. Because as y'all know, Vantage Point, we cover a lot of things. We talk about a lot of topics. God is continuing to bless this podcast, and we're coming back stronger than ever. Uh, coming out of the summer and so by all means continue to tune in continue to share continue to like subscribe leave a review on apple podcast and as always 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 keep seeking insight keys and perspective through the lens of god it'll change your world and your life god bless